guys, welcome to another episode of our Facts First Podcast. I'm your host, Christian Esquera. Para sa araw na ito, makakasama natin si Mr. Leon Flores III. He is the Secretary General of Action Democratico, yung partido na muling nabuhay. Hindi natin sinasabing namatay, di ba? Pero mas nabuhayan in time for the 2022 uh, elections because their standard better is none other than Manila Mayor Isko Moreno. Standard better meaning siya yung tumatakbo sa pagkapangulo. Uh, magandang araw, uh, Leon, and thank you very much for joining us today on the podcast. Maraming salamat, Christian, for the invitation. At magandang araw sa lahat ng ating viewers. Okay. Leon, una, uh, tanongin muna kita, paano ka ba na-involved dito sa ISCO campaign? Paano ka naging member ng Aksyon Demokratiko? Mm-hmm. So, ako naman, nung, nung bata pa ako, many pounds ago, <laughs> uh, ano ako, uh, I have always been with Aksyon. Dahil kay the late Senator Raul Rocco, ano, I was still in college. Uh, sumali tayo doon Inbitan ako ng isa kong kasama sa student council I was just a counselor back then And then yun, uh, napasama ko sa Aksyon Kabataan Ngayon ay Aksyon Katabaan na yata <laughs> So we were with the Youth Army of Raul Rocco back then 1987 pa, many, many, many ages ago So that's how I got started into the political party And then yun, naging national president ako ng Aksyon Kabataan Helped with the youth, mobilized in 2004 Uh, unfortunately, hindi pinalad yung standard bearer ng atin si uh, Raul Rocco and many say he would have been an outstanding president no? kasi he was outstanding all his life. Eh. Outstanding uh, lawyer, outstanding congressman, outstanding senator, uh, outstanding DepEd secretary. He would have made an outstanding president. But, you know, um, history, uh, 2004. And then yun, and then I've been always been with Action ever since. Uh, we helped with different campaigns. We've always been here. We've even campaigned for uh, Pinoy. Uh, back then, ano? so in 2010, and then uh, I guess partly because I was part of Action uh, and all other groups no, when we campaigned for Pinoy, that's how I got appointed also as National Youth Commission Chairman, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, suffice it to say, to be honest, it's, it's a bit, uh, it's a politicized process. no. But um, So there, we've always been here and we've always held, uh, we've nagpapatakbo talaga kami ng kandidato, both national and local. Um, di naman kami nawala, nabiglang sumulpot lang. Siyempre ngayon, mas map napalakas kasi iba rin talaga kung merong standard bearer yung kapartido eh. Okay. And unfortunately, ngayon, that's one of the, ano. Ngayon, gano'ng kalaki na yung partido? From before ISCO uh, came on board. Gano'ng kalaki kayo sure. noon? Tapos, gano'ng kalaki na ngayon? Uh, oh, sabi nga, na, ano lang kami, uh, padyak-padyak kami dati kasya lang. Ano, but we were able to, ano naman, because of the party principles, we're able to uh, invite uh, good people in, including uh, the good Pasig City Mayor Vico Soto. Uh, in 2019, konti lang talaga. I think mga roughly 200 Kona lang yung nasena namin to almost 300. If, I, I'm not too sure si, si Chairman Erin is with section. Nationwide yeah, yan. Then. Nationwide na yan. Oo. But in 2013, lumabot naman kami ng 1,000 plus. Ngayon, um, gano'ng kalaki so medyo, na kayo? Medyo ano naman, eb, an, ano, uh, pa, paakyat baba minsan. So depende talaga. And that's, I think we always know that. that that's a challenge talaga eh, with, with people moving in and out of political parties. And and that's something that we also lament, ah, just, just so we're clear, that we need political reforms. And so, that's one of the first things that we actually asked when we had our dinner with uh, Isko. He wasn't with action yet. And we it was just a union exploratory, pakiramdaman. Uh, one of the things that we really did ask is how high up in your uh, priority of agenda are political reforms. So we were aligned naman that there's a need for political reforms. And we were happy with what we hear that there are plans and daming kailangan gawin, many squandered opportunities. Oh, so we did reach out to, uh, it so happens they wanted to, ano pala, um, uh, yun na yung time na parang parisign yata siya sa NUP and then kami naman, sabi naman we need the president to support kasi diba, ganun naman usually. I mean, hmm. parties need to support the president, alliances were building. So we were exploring uh, and then we had that exploratory meeting. In fairness, uh, we did meet with different uh, parties including si VP Lenny, si Sir Lux, uh, Senator Luxon, and Tito Sen. So uh, lumabas pang picture namin with Tito Sen and uh, Senator Ping. So we've been, ano naman, it was a process for the party that we had to go through and okay. uh, alignments were made. So gano'ng kalaki na kayo ngayon? Yung Action Democratic? So ngayon, uh, more or less? we signed 4,000 plus kona eh. So kapag yun na ang dami kong naubos na ano Okay, kanina uh, pinag-uusapan natin yung political reforms, no? Sige, medyo advanced natin yung discussion dito. This is very important, no? 
Meron ba kayong ginagawa as a party action demokratiko para iwasan niya nangyari sa PDP laban? Kasi every election cycle, ganyan na nangyari, di ba? Nangyari yan sa LP and parties before. Meski gano'ng kakaliit, pero pag nakahanap ka ng napakalakas na standard better, na iniisip ng mga ibang politiko, ay ito may pinakamalaking chance ang manalo. Automatically, maglalapitan yan, di ba? So yan, definitely nangyayaring yun sa action demokratiko. Pero yung sad part is that after, let's say, kung manalo man si Isko, tapos magpapatapos sa yung termino niya, definitely maglalayasan yan, di ba? Yung nangyari sa LP. Pero, tsaka sa PDP laban niya yun. Pero ang tanong ko dito, meron ba kayong ginagawang iba just to make sure na parang kahit pa paano ma-establish ma- ma- naman o ma-irespeto yung proseso. Hindi yung tatalon-talon lang ng partido because of convenience. Well, uh, to be honest, kilala naman natin yung mga tumatalon-talon din. Ano. Yeah. But what's good now is that we're able to also attract the new breed of young politicians, yung mga reform champions, may mga iba dito well-grounded in community work. Uh, not gustong tumakbo. I think, sabi nga namin, we attract many good politicians and some politicians who are also in the traditional sphere. You know? So I think the, the goal na lang is to make sure that we're aligned at the end of the day. Uh, why do they join the political party? We've held so many uh, basic party orientation, party basic orientation already to make sure na ma-imbibe at ma-inculcate yung party principles and vision ng Aksyon Demokratiko. So, uh, Zoom, that's a good thing now, no? Dati, parang sabihin natin, ah, gastos na naman yan. Ito, Zoom kasi, so it becomes more efficient and we're able to touch nationwide. In fact, some some ibang volunteers pa from abroad are also attending. So, we just had to make sure that there's alignment of principles and uh, this also bleeds into their own uh, platform of, of governance, local uh, platform Pero, that to make. Gano'ng kahigpit yung screening process nyo? For example, alam na alam yung trapo, ito patalon-talon. Uh, across different administrations. Meron ba kayong stringent policy? May, may committee process? naman. May, may, may committee naman na, nag, uh, ano, na nagpa-process nitong uh, mga applications, no, so to speak. And of course, it's a negotiation, tinitingnan, it's a whole lot of different factors that we look into. Uh, primarily, um, to be honest, we're looking at the strength also kung kaya bang uh, mag-deliver ng command votes ito ba ano basta we're sure about our non-negotiables uh, yung mga klarong klarong ano may drug case may klarong uh, plunder na ano and notorious let's admit it uh, Christian magtanong ka lang naman sa mga uh, ground operators even yung regular people on the ground you'd hear some whispers so we validate that no so ma, um, of course sa dami na nag-apply and because of the span of period Uh, our fear is that because hindi talaga siya yung totally na uh, ganun yung intel. Of course, we do the due diligence but best effort talaga siya. Best effort Pero, meron ba mga lumalapit talaga. sa inyo o lumapit na? Let's say mga alam yung known political warlords. Let's say yeah. in Mindanao or Northern uh-huh. Luzon. Meron na kaming mga na-declinean din. Um, yun lang talaga yung ano no. Um, we declined and then some uh, support pa rin sila kay your major officer. Parang uh, it's a normal ano talaga. I think it's a normal situation every time election season na. So, uh, mga ilan yung na-decline? Mga ilan yung uh, na-decline yung political warlords? I have no number uh, kasi iba-iba yung kumakausap. <laughs> sa Mindanao yan, di ba? Iba-iba talaga. Pero sa Mindanao, uh, naman-naman. It's across nationwide siya. Uh, Christian. Oh, kasi um, remember, may mga, kausap, may mga kausap ako sa Mindanao. Eh, hindi ko na sabihin yung exactong area. May mga non-political warlords so na parang they're reaching out to do action democratico. No? So nangyayari yun. Pero na-negotiable sa inyo yan. Depends on the track record talaga, Christian. If there's a clear track record of history of violence, electoral violence, uh, yung plunder, corruption, we're very clear about our non-negotiables. Smuggling. <laughs> yung medyo ano, careful talaga. Because at the end of the day, we have uh, to protect also the party principles and the image of the party na hindi pwedeng basta-basta lang tumanggap for the sake of winning. I mean, we're not Machiavellian that way. I mean, hindi naman... Kailangan man, it should be a principled campaign. We get in the right kind of people. Um, in fact, kinakakatawang is parang, oh, we're attracting some, so to speak, bad apples. And there's, there's just a few of them naman siguro. Ano. Uh, sabi namin, isn't that good na while, you know, we don't want, to, while some in our party na very reform champion don't want to associate with some of them. Sabi ko nga, isn't that a good thing that some of them want to associate with the good governance branding that we want to purport and we want to project? So, um, ito, that's where the orientation comes in. That's where the alignment of principles come in. I think ganun talaga when it comes to our party system. So it's a tough uh, navigation um, 
lagi. So, negotiation... Uh, di ba, hindi ba fear ninyo, ninyo na baka naman maging trapo yung eventually yung action demokratiko dahil sa pagpasok ng mga trapo at bad apples na to? I think we were very clear naman about the uh, kind of discipline that we want to have. Uh, and I think that's where the political reforms come in. You know, at the end of the day, Christian, when people come in, uh, if they leave, we can uh, no hold on, on them. No, That's why... Um, I think many of us within the party have always been um, advocates also for political reforms internally and on a personal capacity. And even, and we were very happy when we heard that, you know, um, when we met with Mayor Isko and, and some of the campaign team, we did uh, have an alignment that political okay. reforms are needed. We can no longer stomach this kind of arrangement. Ano yung, specific now, politi- ano yung specific political reforms na isusulong ni Mayor Isko Moreno in case na manalo siya sa pagkapangula? No. To be honest, I don't want to preempt our uh, no Christian. <laughs> I don't want to preempt our our candidate, no. But but just to I uh, know we are very clear naman about uh, political party strengthening and development. Uh, that's very clear because okay. um, we really do have a problem of Torncoatism. I think uh, I think the I think when uh, Pinoy was the president and the Liberal Party was in power. I think it was a squandered opportunity. Yun yun, nagtatawanan nga kami. Parang, tingnan mo, uh, th- there were many people pushing. And I remember it was Senator Coco Pimentel who had uh, that, that, that committee. You know, people were actually pushing for, for political reforms, party strengthening, anti-tornkotism, yun nga, anti-balimbing na, na batas. So, um, yun siya yung, ano, but, but apparently, hindi na hindi siya na tuloy, hindi na napaso. Right now, we are hoping that there could be something of the political party looking at campaign finance, etc. So, uh, ipapasapan ipop- yung anti-dynasty. Hindi, uh, yun yung inaano pa, uh, yung, yung anti-dynasty in-explore at pinag-usapan. We want people to get this wrong no, na meron ng ano, clear stand but we napag-usapan maraming mga bagay within the platform and in due course uh, we will uh, our standard bearer will also uh, release the official uh, political platform that we have pero at this point maliwanag in terms of political reform he and your party will support yung political develop political party development initiatives yes. bisabihin ni pagbabawal yung turncoatism tapos she will also push for kasama rin campaign finance di ba Campaign so kasama para yung basically allowing the people to contribute. Tapos you know we need a we need a good um, amendment to the law on that because it's so onerous yung proseso ng pag crowdfunding um, and I think kailangan kailangan talaga siya na maipasa din so that people can also freely um, without having to go through a lot of bureaucratic ano di ba uh, na processes and daming kailangan gawin mga donation etc uh, we need uh, that because all over the world if you look at it from the standpoint of other political systems in alone naman na siya and given the technology that we have we have to keep pace the political oh. system has to keep pace I, I remember a proposal before dun sa political party development act para a portion of your tama ba tax will go to political parties Yes, yes. Okay. And then, to be honest, uh, Christian, um, I think a lot of our friends who say, bakit gagastos na political party? You know, a lot of our problems actually emanate from political decisions, di ba? We oh. elect our leaders. The political parties are actually the so-called, lagi namin sinasabi even in our orientation, political parties are the recruiters and the human resource eh, of our oh. society. Sila yung naghahanap. Sila da- tayo dapat nagbibuild ng pipeline of next in-line leaders, eh, paano mo masusuportahan? Mahirapan kang suportahan. Now, uh, we're trying to support also, our, we have many young candidates, uh, Christian, we're able to attract many SK Federation presidents now running for councillors or Sangguniang Bayan. And, and we need to be able to support them. But uh, at the end of the day, without a strong campaign finance, without a strong party system that will be able to support them, uh, recruiter tayo, eh, parang scout, di ba yung ano, scout, talent scout yung ano, eh, political party. Eh, paano ka magsascout tapos di masusuportahan na maayos because we really don't have a good, strong support from the state on our political party. So I think actually, it's time actually, I don't know if you agree with me, no? pero sinasabi ng iba dati dyan, pag ikaw yung ruling party, syempre karamihan nasa yun. No? That's like PDP laban, nagkaroon supermajority. Mm-hmm. At kung maisulong mo yung anti-turncotism provision pa lang, lamang na lamang ka na, di ba? Kasi kuha mo na eh, di ba? So Uh-oh. dito, how serious? I think, I think kailangan i-balance kailangan i-balance also to make sure that there's opening that we level the playing field na walang monopolio sa resources also. I think the formula can be revisited whether that will be the most equitable and the most fair uh, to all political parties. 
Pero on principle, si Mayor Escobar, tsaka kayo, uh, you are against political dynasties. Specifically, yung fat dynasties. In principle, yes. Kasi nagka-agree naman. And you've seen that naman, di ba? He, he has articulated it na yung position hindi pinamanaman na... Uh, yeah. I think that articulation itself speaks volumes already of the kind of standard we're coming from. Um, we have a very conservative take naman. And this is just on, on the table pa no, uh, na second degree. Baka naman pwede, nanay, mayor, tapos pwede na siguro yung anak, mag-counselor muna, eight lang naman yung counselors. Uh, wala pang final na decision, but but, but uh, like personally, some of us, um, ayaw namin na, mayor, vice mayor. Di ba? Medyo, ano eh, governor, vice governor, nawawala yung checks and balance. At the end of the day, we go by our party principle na uh, accountability and checks and balance, di ba? Ang hirap nang walang nagkocontrol, nag-check and balance if both are governor and then vice governor. So, I think we're still there. Uh, we're in the process of really coming up with a, a stand also and napag-usapan naman lagi. But we are clear on those that we've uh, ano na, uh, aligned already. So there, that's for the political reforms. Pero kaya niyo bang isulong yun? Kasi kailangan mo na matinding political capital dyan. So, nung panahon ni President Duterte, talaga matinding political capital niya. Pero, Apparently, hindi niya priority ang political dynasties. No? So kayo, you will be dealing with the same political dynasties kung manalo man kayo. Diba? At present, 70% of Congress uh, belong, belongs to political uh, dynasties. Paano yun? Basta every single day that we don't have that enabling law is a violation of our Constitution and the wisdom of the framers of the Constitution. Kasi klaro naman yun, nasa saligang batas naman yung provision na yun eh. Uh, 35 years. Wala. So, uh, we'll, we'll best effort at the end of the day, Christian, there's a, um, there are political dynamics naman, but definitely as a, as part of the agenda. Kaya na kami clear eh, with, with regard to some of the agenda that we want to push, and maybe this comes into the, ano, nung sa Senate, no? If you look at our senatoriables, we have uh, Samira Gutok, Jopet Sison, at si Carl Balita. Three solid na action yan. Uh, and tinatanong kami, saan kailan ba magpapalabas ng slates? Saan ba yung iba? Kami naman, parang we are open. Uh, we can work, as our standard bearer said, we can uh, work with anybody. So long as they're able to align uh, with us on the legislative agenda. So long as, klaro, nasusuporta nila si uh, Mayor Isko for president because it's kind of... Uh, Medyo mahirap no intindihin na sasalpak ka sa tatlo dalawang stage iba ibang pangulo. Ano na nung sasabihin mo iba yung sasabihin mo doon, iba yung sasabihin mo dito. Who do you really support uh, as your president? So we'd like for well while we're open, we'd want sana na kung sino man yung sasama at suportahan din namin uh, at bibitbitin uh, ay talagang kakargahin din yung ating standard bearer na si Isko Moreno. Ah, so yun ang ano niya, yun ang first criteria niya no. So oh, pwede bang so guest candidate pero dapat Oo nga, medyo logical lang naman yun. Medyo illogical talaga, Christian. Eh. While they appreciate, eh, inaano naman sila ng iba, pero uh, ang weird lang talaga ng setup. Sino bang susuportan mo talaga? Di ba? Oh. Parang at least from a basis. Oh. Kasi, ano, are you willing to take on our legislative agenda? Maski majority lang. We're not saying you take 100% kasi it's always a negotiation and ano naman talaga yan. Eh. So, ang, ang mahalaga lang, may alignment ba on the legislative agenda? And in the next few days, sinisimulan na ni Isko Moreno na ilabas yung mga platforma, yung mga policy statements, uh, not in one fell swoop, but definitely in the next few days, we will hear more. Uh, kasi ang hirap naman, ma-over-informed din yung tao. So as we go along dealing with each sector, looking at each uh, sector in the society, magpapalabas talaga ng mga policy pronouncement din yung ating okay. ano, standard. Okay. Nga, nga pala, ano, kumustahin ko lang, ano ba yung, kumusta yung situation between Mayor Isko at kay Samira Gutok? Si Samira Gutok, <laughs> she was our guest last time dito sa podcast. Yes, yes. No? So may yes, mga inamin siya eh. Kumusta na ba sila ngayon? Nasettle na ba issue nila? Oo, they're, 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 they're good naman. Actually, they had an, ano na, nung sa Batangas pa lang, that was one Friday ago, uh, nagkausap naman sila na ng maayos and, and naipalabas naman ni Samira na um, some of the things that she felt. So as we said, of course, she was just articulating na yun yung naramdaman niya at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as we said, no, uh, we cannot invalidate what she's feeling. She was under a lot of extreme pressure. Binubuli siya on Twitter. Drabe. Uh, you know, some purported mental health advocates. Tapos mag-ano, tapos mambubuli, mag-name calling kay Samira, Tridor, etc. So I think that's a, ano, on her, understandable that she felt that way. And she does have a personal relations with the Vice President Lenny and, and with her mga kasama before in Ocho Derecho. If she felt that way, that should not be invalidated. In the same manner, as we explained kay Mayor Isko, uh, talagang, itindi, uh, talagang itindi na merong 
ano eh, merong series of build-up ng mga ginagawa leading up to that response. Grabe yung mga fake news, grabe yung enabler, tapos ang daming sinasabi. Tapos in the same vein, uh, they were asking him to be the vice president of, of, of the vice president Lenny, yung mga ibang supporters. So parang I see some, may, may, may ano lang, no? medyo may disconnect. Kasi in the meantime, habang winuun nyo na gusto nyo maging vice president, pero tinitira nyo naman in some of the posts, enabler, etc., Duterte in the making. So I think many of these unfounded ano talaga, uh, tags. And to him, at that point, uh, na parang feel niya na parang ginamit pa siya uh, to, to ano na, yung misalignment on martial law. When in fact, we have been very clear on the issue of martial law. Uh, while, we have, uh, while he did say that he uh, praises um, Marcos for his vision, klaro naman yung ano, rule of law and justice. Okay, so talaga napigal si Mayor Isko dun sa build-up na sinasabi nyo. Okay. At that point. Okay. Ito namang sana yung usapan sa makabayan. Ano pa talaga? Kasi sinabi mismo ni uh, Senator Antonio Trillanes, former Senator Trillanes, na yung makabayan on board na sa inyo. No? So meron pa bang pag-uusap o on board na talaga ang makabayan sa Isko uh, candidacy? No, hindi pa on board. I think there are talks. I think we, we, just like with all other candidates, may talks naman and open naman yung lines. Uh, I think it's it's ano talaga no but it's so surprising if you look at it from the point of view of kasi yun nga yung pinaparatang ni Senator Trillanes na yung makabayan kasi sa one sambayan di ba sa one sambayan na voting VP Lenny got 44,000 votes Isko got 41,000 votes it wasn't a landslide win for Ma'am Lenny sa one sambayan based dun sa na-release ng mga nalik and it was in, in one I think Manila Bulletin Online ba yung nag-release nung vote eh, Senator Trillanes nga got 38,000 I think Uh, si Senator, the good Senator is I think uh, parang yun yung ano niya sinasabi na eh baka yung mga pula yan yung mga ano daw well, sorry for the word pula but yun yung ano ni Senator pero baka daw sila yung nag ano uh, nagbigay ng boto na yun we, we, we don't know but at, at the end of the day ngayon yung yung clear is that there are open uh, lines of communication with many other candidates also who are willing to take on our legislative agenda So may pag-uusap ba sa ngayon ang grupo ni Isko Moreno ng makabayan? I, I am aware that the lines are op- of communications are open. Uh, I'm not too sure of the timeline whether mayroon bang pag-uusap na mangyari within this week. Okay, kasi ang issue diyan yung parang ano eh, uh, ang sinasabi ng makabayan kasi they're looking at the platform of candidates. 'Di ba? Mm-hmm. Ang problema daw nila hindi pa nila makausap si Len Robredo hanggang ngayon. Pero sinasabi mm-hmm. naman diyan, baka naman naturally align na si ano, ang makabayan sa Isko Moreno team, hindi lang sinasabi. So ngayon, officially, wala pa. In due course, we will know because basta the lines are open. Uh, at the end of the day, I know that they're also processing naman their stand within their organization. How about si, ano, si Vince Dison? I also heard na nasa inyo na. Um, na narinig ko rin. Um, hindi, pa, hindi ko pa natatanong officially. So I am in uh, no position to confirm or to deny. Pero may pag-uusap pa before? Kasi naturally yan, di ba? may mga ilang mga Duterte cabinet members or na talagang lumilipat na rin. No? So may pag-uusap uh-huh. pa sa ngayon with the Vince? I think there are, there are ano naman, many people who have expressed from all camps to ha. And even from, as you've seen naman, eh, we were able to get some liberal party, may mga Duterte appointees, na, even si, uh, as they say, gustong ipalabas ng mga ng mga ibang camps na like si Sir Lito Banayo who's our uh, campaign technician uh, sabi nga na ano daw Duterte siya through and through but they don't uh, they, do, they shouldn't forget that uh, Lito Banayo was part of the ano din uh, Unido he was mm-hmm. ano with Doy Laurel and he was close friends with uh, Ninoy Aquino himself so hindi yung, nar- yung narratibo lang talaga ng iba gustong ipalabas eh na yun nga Duterte Light Duterte 2.0 si, si Mayor Isko eh klaro naman eh na hindi talaga siya pro AJK for example di ba so ang daming mga unfounded uh, and, and unfair uh, tagging dun sa uh, standard bearer namin na si Isko oh, sige which of these uh, tags or labels do you find most unfair? oo well the For for a start, yun talaga yung do 32.0. Um, while um, it's 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 not fair to be compared, no. Kasi klaro naman eh. Um, when it comes to the stand on human rights and rule of law. Uh, on the other hand, 
some people would say, is that so much of a problem? We have an extremely popular president. But uh, with Isco Moreno, is Isco Moreno. I think his track record in the city of Manila will uh, stand for itself. Uh, claro naman yung mga nagawa din niya. So city of Manila, claro din. He is anti-EGK. He is pro-rule of law. Um, as he said, no, 97% buhay yung mga nahuhuli ng mga addict. Uh, claro na meron siyang war on drug addiction hindi war on drug addicts uh, because buhay yung mga addict no ang ang kanyang ano uh, is uh, dapat irespeto ang human rights and, and that's something that because we are we've aligned with that on him and we were very clear and we asked that of him uh, when we were still he was still wasn't with the party uh, klaro naman yung alignment namin on the rule of law tingin ba niya sa a very strong pillar of our party okay pero fundamentally ano tingin niya sa drug addiction or sa drug problems sa scourge of illegal drugs sa Pilipinas is it uh, primarily a health issue or a security issue? I think clear that it is a health issue. It is not a peace and order issue. That's why nga sabi niya, um, you know, ang mga drug addict, he, he, he got criticism, no, bakit daw pinalabas niya yung mga drug addict na nahuli. He just wants to illustrate. And isang beses lang naman yun, na pinakita niya na, eto ha, hindi natin pinapatay dito sa city of Manila ang mga nahuhuling addict or drug pushers because clear yung polisiya. So I think in terms of um, in terms of drug addiction, uh, very clear. And even uh, sa party pa lang, uh, even before ISCO came in, we were also very clear about it. And we're very happy that meron talagang alignment uh, on the issue of, of okay. war on drugs. Now speaking dun sa tag sa kanya na Duterte Light o kaya Duterte 2.0, no? ang isang naiisip ko rito kasi, Bakang characterization kay Isko Moreno because he's also very popular, very much in touch with the masses. Baka naman we're giving birth to a new kind of populism. A young, dynamic, uh, a candidate with more vitality na willing to say anything that people would like to hear just so he would get elected. Basically, very populist. Not the kind na siguro yung pumapatay, pero another populist president. Mm-hmm. How would you respond to this? Na baka ganun naman ang packaging or ganun ang talagang uh, character ni Isko Moreno? Mm-hmm. Well, if that is the characterization that they want, um, wala lang tayong magagawa doon. Ang, ang, ano ang klaro lang naman sa amin is that um, he is an action person. That's why bilis kilos. We want to make it clear that um, if people want to tag him that way, we, wala na kaming hold doon. But um, we just want to say that uh, Mayor Isko, clear yung standing niya on the issues. That's why if meron siyang sasabihin, nanggagaling yun kung saan siya nanggaling. So if he says something na pro-masa, well, ah, he just wants to let them hear what they want to hear. But let's take note, ito yung mataas, ang taas kasi ng empathy ni Isko because dun siya nanggaling. Uh, there's no other candidate who could say here and now na na talagang nanggaling siya. Of course, Manny Pacquiao came from that background din. Ano. Pero naka, he came from the uh, from from humble beginnings. Kumakain ng pagpag. He was uh, at some point nagbasurero and then nag-ano ng padyak. But he understands the uh, feelings and um, how ano yung experience ng ordinary people and sectors. And I think we should not take that against him if he's able to articulate that. I okay. see a lot of my middle class friends kasi taking it against him. Ay, gusto lang sabihin. But that's where he's coming from. And that is his track record in the city of Manila. Giving pabahay sa, uh, through Basse community, condominium, etc. Uh, hospitals for everyone. He's a very inclusive uh, mayor and he will be an inclusive president. Dahil kita mo naman, di ba, sa city of Manila, yung testing, sa, uh, ano, open ang lahat, di ba? Um, so, if this is what you call populism, I don't mind this kind of populism, to be honest, Christian. Yung, uh, yung alam yung nararamdaman ng masa, alam yung, uh, alam yung um, uh, dalamhati at mga dinadaanan ng mga kasama natin okay. sa lipunan. So these are the things that we'd like to stress lang talaga. Um, okay. And the track record will show it. Okay. Nabagit mo si Senator Manny Pacquiao, no? pareho sila ni Mayor Iskomaren in terms of humble mm-hmm. beginnings. No? Pero what differentiates Isko Moreno as a presidential candidate o kaya kung manalo sila sa pagkapangulo, either of them, no? Ano yung pinagkaiba naman ni Isko Moreno kay Manny Pacquiao? Para silang performance. galing sa Performance. Kung tail of the tape lang yung pag-usapan, klarong-klaro, and this is not to denigrate the good senator, ano, I think his absences in the Senate, the way he answered debates, I don't think he's a spectacular senator. 
and that's being kind of me to say that ano um we look at the tail of the tape lang performance wise kung hindi siya naging magaling na senator paano siya magiging magaling na pangulo at klaro naman uh, on the standing mayor isko klaro that as an executive is able to deliver uh, he's able to bring in um a lot of reforms um even from taxes on on Man- city of manila as early as july or august this year christian or oh, they've almost met their target now on tax collection he was able to raise the revenue of the city of manila from roughly 20 to 30 billion in a year to 120 to 130 billion in a year's time so ang laki ng difference nung performance lang yung pag-usapan natin in terms of delivery of basic services the minimum basic needs lagi namin paulit-ulit na we are here now in this pandemic ano ba yung kailangan ng taong bayan so from a tail of tape on terms of performance on their jobs um we are not dismissing na magaling na boksingero si pambansang kamao Manny Pacquiao pero as a senator uh, he has been found wanting so basically competence ang difference competence ang difference klarong-klaro performance okay. competence kasi baka and, naman sa- and the records will bear that out kasi baka sabihin naman ng mga fans at supporters ni Senator Manny Pacquiao yung magkaiba naman sila kasi ng position isa local executive ito naman uh, legis, uh, exactly. so so you judge him on the basis of legislation other than pushing for a boxing commission anything else that he can show for. So, clear naman kompetensya. Eh. I think while he may have good intentions, um, tingnan natin yung performance and the ability to deliver. Christian, we are in the midst of a pandemic. We need people who can deliver fast, promptly, efficiently, no corruption. And Isko has shown that uh, all throughout his stint now in the pandemic. Okay. Ano naman ang difference or lamang ni Isko Moreno kay Len Robredo as a presidential candidate? As a presidential candidate, you look at the executive function that uh, Isko has shown. Uh, to be honest, I don't want to slippery slope tong mag-comparison talaga. Hindi, <laughs> Christian, ano? Hindi, hindi. Uh, it's I'm, a fair, I'm, ano? Oh, hindi ko uh, yung nilalagay sa alangan. Executive, executive competencies, oh. executive competencies lang, I think Isko, having been uh, part of the local government, ramdam niya, alam niya kung ano yung mga nangyayari uh, sa local government, he has been able to deliver in an executive function, ha? Uh, not just as a conduit of help, etc. I think, uh, kung compare mo, both of them were there for, for the pandemic. I think we can see that. And uh, I think it would be a mischaracterization of the good vice president to say na wala siyang nagawa for the pandemic dahil meron naman. But, Clear naman, on that ground, silang dalawa, maraming nagawa. In fact, nag-partner pa sila, di ba? Nakita niyo naman on the vaccine. So, but on the basis of executive, on the delivery, uh, we can see someone who's able to do executive function, um, raising tax collection in the city of Manila, and fighting the drug war, making sure na hindi napapatay yung mga nag-addicts, um, pabahay, Um, ang, ang hospitals, building hospitals, seven hospitals at that. Um, also, even in the um, schools uh, and classrooms. So, ang daming nakikitang executive accomplishment uh, on the part of ISCO, uh, which the other camps could not, uh, well, they have their own set of accomplishments. But this um, navigation through the executive Um, department, this navigation in a local government unit is actually a plus because executive yung competencies na kailangan for the presidency. Okay. Ito naman, syempre, ito rin yung mga tinanong dati kay, ano, kay uh, then Mayor Rodrigo Duterte. Tsaka nung tumakbo rin si Vice President uh, Jejo Marbina. No? So they mm-hmm. were talking about their accomplishments at the local level at marami rin yun, di ba? Pero syempre, mm-hmm. as we found out, especially under this regime, na hindi ganun kadali to run a country compared to how it was running ACT. So, mm-hmm. how would you deal with that? Kumbaga, marami siya accomplishments, but Manila yon. Kahit na yeah. capital city siya. We're now talking yeah. of the entire country. Baka ang concern na iba, baka naman patakbuhin yung buong Pilipinas sa parang local, di ba? Which is mm-hmm. the criticism ngayon kay Duterte. The yes. president who, run, who, who functions like a mayor. Yeah. That, that, that is a valid uh, criticism din naman, Christian, ano? But if you look at it from the standpoint of ability to deliver now in this pandemic, the basic uh, minimum basic needs and the delivery of social services, claro naman eh, that is actually an advantage. Uh, if you look at it, ang, 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 if you look at it from the standpoint, at sinabi nato during his declaration na uh, he's not running on the basis of a campaign promise, but on prototypes. 
prototypes on the pabahay that is able to do financial engineering to make sure na merong pondo para sa pabahay na maganda, maaliwalas, um, even on health response. So all these things are actually scalable at the national level. Sabi nga ni Senator Ralph Recto, kung nagawa ito sa City of Manila, kayang gawin sa buong bansa. So this scalability of projects is something that's uh, rooting for him. It's something that can help him actually be a good exec- chief executive of the land. Now, one good thing about Isko Moreno, and nasabi na to ni Sir Lito Banay, is yung learning, ano niya eh, yung thirst for learning, nagbabasa, nanonood ng mga... TED Talks, etc. His research is very open. And um, you know, talaga siya, the learning um, sure. discipline is there. So, siya, he takes up short courses in Harvard, Oxford, and Sipag. So, nandun yung... Um, because all his life, no, he has to... Sabi ko nga, he has to fight tooth and nail to have a seat on the table. Lagi siyang minamaliit. Lagi siyang uh, kinukutya ng mga political elites, no, so to speak, and even sa middle class people. Ano. But he had to fight tooth and nail to have a seat on the table and he rose from the ranks from councillor to vice mayor to mayor and that 23 years of experience and he does have an experience as an undersecretary at DSWD so this um good combination of being an LGU meron siyang um meron siyang experience uh, some experience in the national i think it's it's something that's good um mayors are actually what's needed the kind of action that mayors do now is something okay. that what is what our country needs at this point tawag ko sa mga mayors during the pandemic actually uh, is political frontliners <laughs> actually true and many of them kaya we take a front we take offense sa sinabi ni Fabregas na utak mayor isn't that what you need now mayors and daming mayors nagkaka-covid may iba pa namatay because they're in the frontliners because kailangan tumulong doon sa pag-distribute ng ayuda, tumulong sa mga nagkakasakit, looking at the quarantine. I think it's an affront to all the local chief executives who have been working. Siyempre may ilan dyan talaga palpak at hindi nagpapakita. Diba? Pero it is an affront to see an utak mayor. It's something that we need now in this kind of situation that we're in given the pandemic and actually, given our economy. Actually, the pandemic actually exposed kung sino yung magaling tsaka hindi. No? And I felt actually, personally na parang nagkaroon ng healthy competition yung mga mayors. Especially yes. in Metro Manila, di ba? Kasi, nakikita yes. sa media, teka, medyo na, 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 nangungulilit yung city or municipal. Pati mo pa ginagawa. Oo. And the thing is naman with the mayors, uh, they learn eh. And that, uh, that's one good thing about uh, Mayor Isko. Uh, because of his learn, parang siyang sponge eh. He learns. He copies. He innovates. Kaya yun yung lagi niyang sinasabi even. The good part of the Marcos administration, and it could be the good part of the FBR, uh, Pinoy administration, we copy it, we innovate. We iterate. Yun yung maganda. Hindi pwedeng magpa-block ka na, ah, wala nang, hindi pwedeng total, that's why sabi namin, oh, gusto doon nila, hindi naman kayo opposition. We never brandish ourselves as opposition. Sa inyo na yan. Diba? Ang gusto niyo na, ano kasi lahat na lang, titirahin, lahat na lang, wala nang mabuting nagawa. Hindi kami yun. So we need to be able to copy from the good examples kung ano yung magandang nagawa, ipag, ipagpapatuloy. For example, Christian, we lament this minsan eh, yung vengadetto or very vengeful yung administration na papalit. Not only politically, but sometimes economically in some projects. Hindi ipagpapatuloy yung infrastructure, papalitan. Hindi pwedeng ganun because there are certain projects talaga that will uh, bleed into the next administration and be kumaganda, above board naman, uh, no corruption spotted, kailangan ipagpatuloy. So we've seen this. May tanong ako dyan. That's very important for our viewers and listeners to understand. No? Kunwari, nagpasinaya na isang infrastructure project ang current administration, hindi bisa sabi matatapos siya sa 2022. That would bleed into the next administration. Yes, the next. Ang tanong ko dyan, ganito. Hindi ba gagawin ni Mayor Isko kung sakali manalo siyang pangulo, yung ginagawa ng karamihan o ng lahat ng mga sumunod sa kanya, grabbing credit doon sa mga proyektong nasumulan doon sa mga nauna? Oo. Well, ginawa yan during the Aquino administration. Ginawa yan during the Duterte administration. You, you look at his track record, um, Christian. Pinagpatuloy niya sa City of Manila yung ibang mga proyekto na nabinbin or hindi pa natapos. But you look at it, he's a non-EPAL, anti-EPAL candidate. You never see his face on any of those projects. You never see his face on the bags of school children. Hindi siya EPAL na politiko. He's not the type to grab credit. He just delivers. Diba? And you can see that. Uh, you can see that in the city of Manila. So, credit grabbing na pag-usapan, walang track record of credit grabbing ang, ang aming standard bearer. But, you can rest assured na kung merong merit 
uh, meritorious na project, above board, no corruption, um, uh, it, it, it bears out naman, dumaan sa proseso, ipagpapatuloy talaga, lalo na kung ito ay kakabuti talaga uh, ng ating mga kababayan. So yes, uh, definitely we are not the kind of leadership na, ano, and we've been trying to be very inclusive, uh, open ng lahat, and his record will bear that out. Look at his uh, division heads and his ano, no, in the city of Manila. Uh, and that is where his advantage as a mayor, my experience siya, he took in uh, the the key uh, people of some of his uh, uh, political opponents dahil magagaling. That is the true best and brightest. That it doesn't matter. Political color doesn't matter at all. And he has said that already. And even when we were still uh, talking with him, hindi pa siya nag-action noon, sinabi na niya yun, sa City of Manila, I, I want this. I want, just in case pala rin tayo, ayoko na isang partido lang. And we're very happy about it. Kahit magiging kapartido namin siya, we are very open, we want the best and the brightest. Kung ano yung ikakabuti ng ating bansa, uh, let the best and the brightest of from all political colors come okay. into the fold. Oh, sige. So, namaliwalag na, na, naman yung position niya regarding ano, no, getting uh, what's good and not ignoring what's bad in previous administrations. Tapos innovate. No? Pero iba yata kasi yung, ano, eh, iba yung Marcos. Eh, no? It's not, uh, an, he was not any other president. No? dami na matay, bilyong-bilyong dolyar ang ninakaw sa kabanambayan. So don't you think it's just understandable for people to call out uh, Mayor Isko Moreno for even considering getting something which he thought was okay uh, from Marcos? Kasi he was of a different breed. Mm-hmm. So I hope that some of these camps no, also understand that there are people who can actually see good in some of the administration. Na hindi, well, we know that there are evils, atrocities, abuses. Uh, we do not brush this aside. But you also cannot simply dismiss the good ones. Kasi yun nga eh, there have to be some things na pwedeng sabihin natin na okay or maganda. Uh, ako personal lang, for example, uh, well, tumitira ko minsan kay Pangulong Duterte minsan. But on the Boracay, sabi ko, oh, good, Boracay needs rehabilitation. Tinira ko ng mga friends ko, bakit daw pro-Boracay rehabilitation? Tapos sila din naman pala yung naliligo ngayon doon. So, I mean, there are things that you have to recognize and acknowledge naman. You cannot be all na dichotomy lang talaga, Christian. There are nuancing to good governance. Eh. You cannot simply, and that's where we come from, na we take the best and so maybe hindi to ma-appreciate talaga ng ibang camps ano, na there are certain good things that you can pick up from but that doesn't mean na mal, hindi mali yung ginagawang kamalian we've been very clear about that na ano na kung may ill-gotten wealth kailangan mabawi si Isko pa ang galing niyan mangulekta ng tax ang galing niyan magpataas ng revenue babawiin niya yung ill-gotten wealth na yan maghabol talaga uh, oh, and rule so, of law kung ano so, yung wait, ano yung kaya habulin talaga the si ill-gotten wealth so may commitment si Isko Moreno kung siya ang manalang presidente, hahabulin niya yung mga nakaunayaman ng mga Marcos. He already said that. He already said what's in the courts, we will support it. Kung ano yung ano, ano, ano na yan. Um, klaro na yan. Um, we let the wheels of justice turn. Uh, klaro na kung meron pang iba na kailangan habulin, habulin. Because it's very clear naman eh. Kung ano yung, uh, ano yung ninakaw sa kabanang bayad, kailangan ibalik. Uh, of course, I'd like to stress this, and I know this the elephant in the room. Yun lang, hindi lang talaga kami nagpapatrap dun, Steve, na bangayan. It's as a matter of priority, Christian, we are so, our standard bearer and the party is stubbornly um, obsessed now with the task at hand, with the immediate needs of our people, which is the pandemic, ekonomiya, walang trabaho, nag, nag, nagsasara mga negosyo. So please don't blame us. If yun yung um, obsession namin ngayon, if you want to fight your fight, na gusto mo na balik tayo dun sa past na yun, we will let you be, but rest assured, the rule of law, justice, and and, and there's no real justice if hindi tayo, uh, if you don't let ano, accountability take its root. So, klaro naman, I think um I think he has been taken out of context when he did, in, in some instances, uh, raise na nag-praise siya kay Marcos. So, I think that should be corrected naman na himali yung perception na yun ng mga tao about okay. his stand on the Marcoses. Okay. So you mentioned the strengths of uh, Mayor Isko Morena. So you legis- uh, yung, yung, yung local executive, he delivers, sabi mo nga, mabilis. Bilis kilos. Let's talk about naman yung mga weaknesses or perceived weaknesses. I think you would also agree na hindi naman, kahit sino tumatapos sa pagkapangulo, no one can lay claim to expertise in everything. No? 
Mm-hmm. May mga advantages lang yung mga yan. Let's talk about yung mga perceived weaknesses ni Mayor Isko Moreno. Isa dyan, binanggit ka nung, nung uh, panayam ko with the former Akbayan representative uh, Walden Bello. Kasi dun sa Tarlac uh, visit, yung pakikinig ni Mayor mm-hmm. Isko Moreno, kausap niya yung mga farmers, ang isa sa mga napag-usapan yung programa niya sa agrikultura. No? So nabalita yung mga sinabi niya na ang solusyon niya, cold storage facilities. Ang sabi niya ni former congressman Walden Bello, lumalabas sa hindi pinag-aralan ni Mayor Isko yung problema ng mga magsasaka. Mm-hmm. Ang root cause yung rice tarification law. So parang mm-hmm. tingin niya medyo bagito yung pagkaka-analyze or intindi ni Mayor Isko dito. Ano, anong sagot niyo doon? Take note ha, that the cold storage facility is primarily for fisheries and aquaculture um, na intervention. We did discuss that in, while we were crafting the platform of governance. Klaro naman eh. Uh, para sa mga magsasaka, klaro din na if we're able to provide them uh, yun nga, uh, a clear support. Um, yung rice tarification law naman, pinag-aaralan din. That's why meron, if you notice nga, yung isa siya, at ito lumabas naman sa Rappler na sa ibang uh, ano, outlets, no? even the putting a, a price floor on the uh, farm gate prices of rice, napag-usapan yun. At uh, sinabi yun ni Isko, ano? so that is actually a revisiting of the rice tarification law. So, klaro naman yung stand uh, na uh, pag-aralan, yung rice tarification law, ano yung makakabuti talaga sa farmers natin. We give them support. Yung RC, yung rice competitive uh, uh, competitiveness enhancement fund, dapat mas, mas bilis kilos yung pag-execute pag, uh, at pag-implement upang maging competitive talaga yung mga local farmers natin. Kasi at take note, take note, ha? Take note, si Isko... It was he was there to listen to the farmers he was there nandun siya kasama ang mga mga magsasaka um, hindi man siya galing sa sakahan but galing siya sa parte ng ating lipunan na nakakaramdam kung ano ang um, experience ng mga sectors natin kasama ng mga farmers so nandun siya kasama niya ang mga farmers nung nakikipag-usap sila and and those are the same concerns also raised by the farmers ang problema kasi when it comes to wala ka tayong cold storage yung mga bagsakan kasi din Christian there are certain um, uh, root crops and especially for our fishery sector no kasi agricultural platform naman ito kailangan talaga ng cold storage facilities kasi wala silang access to the markets eh one they, they barely have information market information two uh, while we do have a few farm to market roads already nahirapan sila maghanap eh yung linkage to the market is that that's the problem kasi okay naman yung ani or yield uh, ng fisheries natin example take for example barm or armm before ang laki ng yield nila, ang dami nilang nahuli na isda, pero ang baba-baba ng presyo nga din, uh, ano, ng, ng, ano, hindi sila nakakabenta naman. So I think that that market failure or inefficiency sa market natin has to be resolved. By having a bagsakan na maayos, na may cold storage facility supported by the state, yan yung shared service facility na pwedeng gamitan ng ating mga magsasaka at ng ating mga mangingisda. Okay. And isn't that a good thing? It's, it's a real concern right now. Kasi wala silang bagsakan eh. Oo. Sige, ang isa kong inisip dito, would you acknowledge the idea na yung agriculture is a perceived weakness of Mayor Isko Moreno? Kasi nga, Manila boy yan, di ba? Manila boy, hindi yung mayaman. Ibig <laughs> sabihin, laki sa hirap sa Maynila. So ito yung isang uh, aspekto ng, ng governance na kailangan niya talagang mas pag-aralan o mas tutukan. Kaya ito rin ba yung dahilan bakit ito yung inuuna niya ngayon? Yung, yung maganda nga, and you can see that, ano, um, you can see the humility that is able to listen to the farmers. He's, when we craft our platform, he would always ask, ano sinasabi ng ano, sector? He always listens and he he had a webinar already with the farmers even before siya bumaba and that helped really craft the platform. I don't think we can call it a weakness. In fact, it's a strength for him to be able to really immerse uh, doon. Um, nag-aral siya. Uh, nag-aral siya even on the issues of WPS and we and every presidential candidate owes it to the people to study the issues at hand. Kasi ang dami ng mga issues, Christian. Uh, you cannot be an expert in everything. That's why you need also the sound advice of experts and, and data. Ano ba yung sinasabi ng evidence? Uh, and, and that's one good thing coming for us. no? Uh, very inclusive si Mayor Isko. He listens to scientists. He listens, uh, kaya nga si Vice Mayor Hany Lacuna, yung Vice, Presi- uh, Vice uh, Mayor niya. That's why si Doc Willie Ong yung kinuha niya because these are people who can help him provide the data, provide the science to the policy. And that is what's needed now. We don't need people who will just mouth off anything to let people hear what they need to hear. We need to see, look at the evidence, look at the data, and then we craft a policy after that. And 
and minamaliit na, na naman ulit ng mga academicians tulad ni Walden Bello si si Isko pero siya klaro siya eh ano ba yung pagkaramdam ano yung experience ngayon ng mga magsasaka even the little things he notices this eh even yung little things na ah yung mga magsasaka natin endangered sila including yung ano nila nasa nasa side of the road lang di ba pag papunta ka ng Tarlac papunta ka ng Kapamba nasa nasa masagasaan mo pa masagasaan mo sila he feels these things because nanggaling siya sa parte ng lipunan na, na alam ito di ba which is some of us uh, do not have that that so called uh, privilege or experience so doon siya nanggaling hindi man siya nanggaling sa magsasaka uh, nararamdaman niya kung ano nararamdaman and he notices these little things maybe for some people hindi nababantayan so he pro- he proposes places where they can really put in their ani while they're being dried. So, uh, klaro yun. I think what we need is really an empathetic leadership. We need na kailangan merong pakiramdam sa tao at, at may connect. And, and I think our our standard bearer provides that. Dahil alam na alam niya ang naramdaman. Um, he speaks the language. He hears them out. He listens to them. Uh, klarong klaro na um, uh, and it, that from there, nag-eminate yung polisiya. And that's a good thing for me and, and we're very happy with the party na yun yung nagiging proseso also. Sabi nga, di ba, um, nothing about us without us. Kailangan makinig sa mga sektor, kailangan makinig sa mga iba't ibang bahagi ng lipunan natin. Especially if sila yung, uh, sila yung magkaka-benefit sa polisiya. Okay. Leon, maraming maraming salamat. Medyo marami na tayo napag-usapan. Gusto ko magkaroon tayo ng part 2 kasi mas gusto ko himayin yung mga iba pang parts or aspects ng ano, plataforma ni Mayor Scott. So, invite kita ulit. Ah. Ang dami pang ang dami pa nating hindi natakol, Christian, but uh, in the next few days, um, definitely may ipapalabas yung mga iba pang uh-huh. policy proposals. And, and one thing good now is that people are now talking. Tingnan mo, people are now talking about the tax, yeah. ano yung mawawala, ano yung san, san gagamitin. We need to shift now the narrative to paano ba natin susolbahin ang mga suliranin natin that's on our midst. Paano ba natin mayangat yung mga nasa ano natin, mga kasamang magsasaka at mga fisher folk at iba pang nasa urban uh, communities. So yun, I think we, I'm glad that we, we have this discussion because yun nga, we need to shift the narrative now to talking about the solutions Uh-oh. and not so much on the problems. Mag-uusap pa tayo ah, kasi gusto ko, kuyo okay. pa ko sa ibang aspects ng ano niya, ng governance niya. Ng Biliskilos platform. Ito, ano lang ito, Pahapiyaw lang sa Biliskilos Platform of Governance, Christian. Okay. Leon, maraming maraming salamat for joining us on this podcast. Salamat. Okay. And that's it for today's episode of our Facts First Podcast. Ako po ang inyong host, si Christian Asiera. You can catch this episode on my YouTube channel. Of course, click and subscribe. And then you can also listen to the podcast edition on Apple, Spotify, Google, and Stitcher. Maraming maraming salamat po.